Have you ever gone in a fight that you regretted almost every word you said? That's good. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel. And I'm Jen. All right. We are talking about responding versus reacting. Mm -hmm. Now, there is a difference. Yep. There's a huge difference. I think it goes back to intentionality. But let's go with uh, reacting because that's kind of like the default for most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was for me for 30 years. 29? 29? Yeah. Well, even now, there's always always a reaction that comes up, but it's kind of how you act out of it now. Yeah, exactly. So reacting is about your emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like the the auto drive, like what your body wants to do, what your mind, or your mouth mm-hmm. does just on autopilot. Like uh, you don't even think about it. Yeah, you just kind of are like, Angel, I'm so mad at you. You're always leaving your dirty socks around. Yeah, it's kind of like the fight or flight response where it's like mm-hmm. it's where your instincts kick in yeah. and not so much uh, your brain is thinking. Exactly. While responding, on the other hand, is more what your brain kind of analyzes the situation and then it makes it kind of chooses the best outcome. Mm-hmm. I think it helps you understand a bigger picture than just in that moment of that feeling. Yeah, I agree. It's so, kind of like looking down the road. So if we're in the middle of a fight and I'm like, and you just leave your dirty socks everywhere. And that's like a big insult for you for some reason. Like, let's just say that. It's not, <laughs> obviously. But if that was a big insult and I said it to hurt you and and bring that, I'm only looking in that moment to hurt you. I'm not looking at the bigger picture that eventually this fight is going to be over about socks and we're going to now have to move forward. But those hurt words that I have said to you are out there. And now we have to figure out how to move past those hurt words that I've created. Mm -hmm. I am a person that has said a lot of hurt words to people. And um, I don't remember all the things I've said, but for 29 years, I'm pretty sure I, I, I've, I had people tell me they hate me and I had to work on that of being intentional because I'm somebody that says my, the words out of the emotions I, like I was that person. Yeah, it's kind of like, like almost a talent, where <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> I was it's, able. It's kind of like your defense, though. It goes up real quick. I was able to make you feel like underneath the worse than the worms in this ground. Right. Well, I had that. Really, it's like some people will fight like physically. Like they'll get angry and they'll fight and they'll get physical. Where you, yeah, I didn't. Need yours was a lot more verbal. Yeah. And so like. Just kind of, you got good at it. And I just wanted, it's not even family members. I mean, these are people that are just like outside our circle, completely pissed me off one time. I said something. I don't know what I said. I I said something. I own it. I probably did it. I don't know what I said. I don't know because they'll they'll never tell me, but I just know they hate me because I said something. And I mean, this is like 10 years ago problems and i'm like people still hate me and that's okay like i've learned i've grown i moved on but when we say these words whether we thought about it like i didn't know i have no idea what i said and that's the saddest part is i've created an emotion for somebody else Mm -hmm. and i have no idea what i said and this is something that's hard for me to even speak about because um it's like that sucks you know that's a sucky feeling but it doesn't 
affect me in the way that I think about them constantly, except for this podcast. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's kind of funny because like our actions, no matter what we do, they have an impact. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of where this is a pretty powerful thing where it's like if you're reacting all the time, it's just all your emotions coming out. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, it has an impact. So responding rather than reacting in any situation is going to have you have control over what the impact is going to be rather than reacting where it's just like you're trying to defend yourself. Exactly. And once I realized that I didn't have to defend myself was like one of the best feelings ever. But we'll get to that. So the first thing I had to start doing was recognizing my emotion. So I was I'm an angry person just in general. I get on the inside. Yeah. It's like that little red guy on the what's that show? The movie? Not up. Um I don't know. I never watched it. The Pixar movie. Yeah. It has joy and sad or fear and depression. I don't know. All the feelings. All the feelings. I don't know what it's called either now. I don't know. I never watched I just can it. Picture, I can picture a little red guy though. Yeah. So that guy was always in me. Like I was always angry, but I didn't want to feel angry because I thought that was a bad feeling. It's like the Incredible Hulk where he's like, how do you turn green all of a sudden? He's like, <laughs> how do you get angry so fast? He's like, that's a trick. I'm always angry. <laughs> yeah, it was like because it was a bad thing in my like people would say is like don't be angry, and so when I felt anger, I wouldn't allow myself to be honest about it. I wouldn't allow myself to feel it because it was a bad thing. Like you're not supposed to feel angry. You're mm-hmm. supposed to feel happy, and that's the lie. Is that life is emotional. And we're not just supposed to be happy all the time. Like that's the fakeness of it. Right. The realness is that you get sad, you get fearful, you get anxiety, whatever the emotion is for that person. Mm-hmm. And instead of me coming to terms that I'm angry because I feel attacked and I need to step away and, and resolve this you know, feeling of myself, I would just react in anger and attack back basically. That's like, what would trigger you? Like, like, why would you be angry? That people were telling me who I am and that wasn't who I am. Hmm. And I didn't like that. I didn't like. So like somebody trying to control you in a way? No, it was that you don't tell me who I am because I'm not that person. Don't. And it was, why are you spreading lies about me? Like, that's not hmm. who I am. So it was, let me show you who I really am. And then I would just destroy them pretty much. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause like, I know I don't have that kind of stuff in me at all. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I, well, I don't want to get all the way into like how, how you grew up and stuff, but I know, I know, cause I know you. Yeah. But like, I know a lot of it has to do with how you grew up, like how you were raised and like the schools oh, yeah. you were in and the people around you and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, I, I know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Not that it's important anymore, but like, Mm-mm. I know like the environment that you were in, it was like you kind of had to be oh, yeah, more you cutthroat. Yeah. So it kept growing and going. And then as an adult, as soon as that would come in where you had any like attacked me at any way. Right. I attacked right back. But to a point where it just started damaging people. Like I see that damage 10 years later now. Right. And that's where I now feel I I not feel I feel remorse about it. And I apologize to them when they bring it up to me now. But I, that time, I didn't know I was even to that point of like just damaging people without even trying. Right. Like as an adult, it got to that point where I got so good at it. Yeah. And it's interesting because like, 
your environment that you're in now is not doesn't require that at all but it's just like it, it was ingrained in you so it's like you just brought it along yeah it was always like you just have to be this you you're just not allowed to be soft and so, that was the biggest thing is that i wouldn't allow myself to cry and i wouldn't allow myself to be sad so anger was kind of the outlet of it all right and it becomes where i realized last year a year a year and a half ago I couldn't keep going this way. Like it was just going to damage everything in my life. So do you think, so I know it's a difference in you, but like, so right now, right now we talked the, about the effects of like, I guess the people around us, like mm -hmm. it affects them negatively. But like, how do you think it affected you when you're always just kind of reactive that way? Oh yeah. Like I was always angry. I was always on the guard. Mm. It was like you're on defense constantly. That seems stressful. Like that seems stressful to me is like to be. It was natural though. Yeah. So I think that's where it's different where like I'll get worn out if I have to have that much emotion in anything. Yeah. It was like, you know how in football, um, the defense requires a break. Like oh, yeah. that's like when the offense comes on, like that's a break. But when the offense loses too quickly, then the defense gets worn out quicker. Like because mm -hmm. they're in it, like let's say the first, first half of the game. And by the second half, you see the change in the defense quickly. Because they've been in the game for the most part, like yeah, that's that's you. Cool, that you're bringing a <laughs> a football a football analogy. <laughs> football but yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know my football at all. But this is the only thing I know about football. So when you see the offense not able to take its turn all the time, and the defense is playing for the majority of the game, mm -hmm. you see that like as that's you, where I can play on defense for the whole game. It, it takes work for me to be on offense. Yeah, well. It's harder for me because I have to allow myself to not be def defense all the time. Like, I, I have to remind myself I'm in a safe environment. I am okay. Like, we learned this recently with Kyle Cease, thanking my past self for protecting me because I, I had to mm. protect myself. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. But I'm no longer needing that, and I need to go on the offense now. Right. Yeah. Like there was a reason why it was there. Like, mm -hmm. like we we're kind of talking about, but yeah. Yeah. So it's not, not necessary anymore. Yeah. So my reaction was always there. I always needed it for protection for myself. And now as I'm not needing it, I'm allowing myself. I have a safe environment. I have you that's safe. I have my kids that's safe. I live in a safe neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, not that I ever lived in a horrible neighborhood, but you know, things like that. It's just like I'm safe. I'm not needing to be defensive. And if people attack who I am, attack my character, that's not me anymore. I don't need to defend who I am anymore. I can be who I am without defending myself any longer. So when do you think it changed? Because I know there was obviously a point where that was normal for you. And then there was a point where you probably realized that this is not serving me anymore or this is, this is just not good for I would say the you. beginning of 2019 probably I started realizing this was getting like out of control um in my mind part of it like I wasn't like out there like effing people or you know cussing them out or mm -hmm. causing but it was just stressful um I know it's 2019 when you had your uh mm -hmm. your saying where it was react don't respond or mm -hmm. something like that it came from a youtuber called uh I forgot her name Anyways, she was talking about it and how she, um, she's transgender and she gets a lot oh, of hate. Oh, girl, she has a cool accent. John McLean, John McLean, something like that. 
Anyway, she has a British accent, beautiful um, person, mm -hmm. and she has a lot of hate because she's transgender and she's learned how to respond versus reacting. So it might have been even 2018 I was listening and I was starting to like that. So I wanted to learn to respond versus reacting. So all of 2019, that was my theme was I'm going to respond, not react. And it worked a lot. That, I know, like, I know it changed you. Like you would repeat it every once in a while. Just like, you'll say it. Yeah. And that was, and that was part of us. Now it's like, a, and we kind of have to catch ourselves or I know I have to catch myself. And it's, mine's different for responding and reacting. Like mm -hmm. if I act out of emotion, like I'll get too excited and do something or like even fear-based stuff. Like uh, mm -hmm. if you're like, oh, I don't want to do that because I'm, I don't want to, or like I'm, I'm scared to do it or whatever. Or, yeah. But now we are a lot more intentional with the reacting part. Yeah. Or uh, I guess I, responding. Now I'm not perfect at it at all. I still have had a moment in 2019. I want to say this year I haven't. Like not too bad. Not like to the point where, I mean, I've reacted to you. Like we'll get in an argument. I'm like, you're dumb. I don't know. Something like that. It's nothing like hurtful, but it's just like pick up your socks. <laughs> something like that. Um, because we're more intentional with what we're saying. Like if, if some like you cause an emotion with me, now I say it like that causes an emotion than just harboring it. Mm -hmm. But I would say like 2019, I still had reacting moments. 2020, I was a lot better <laughs> intentionally. Yeah, no, I agree. So then, what do you think? How do you switch out of that? Like, how do you switch out of the reactive mode for anybody? Because it's a, uh, I mean, you don't have to be a super angry person to like be no, acting yeah. out of emotions all the time yeah so if you're like uh, fearful all the time and that's all you're reacting is in fear mm -hmm. that's still a reaction one again recognize the emotions like allow yourself to feel that emotion don't try to push it don't try to be like i'm not supposed to feel this way because there's no rule that says you're not supposed to feel emotions right. that's not i don't know where that came from like in our parenthood like my parents telling me that or you know what i mean they yeah. did, but I don't know why that came, why it was like, it, you're not supposed to be sad. Well, why aren't you supposed to be sad? Like, things happen in life. You're supposed to be sad. Yeah, the emotions or, are there. Yeah. And then the other thing is, like, think before you do something. Well, real quick on the emotions thing, because I know for guys, and I'm really, like, not a super emotional person, mm -mm. but a lot of guys, too, it's kind of like emotions are supposed to be, like, pushed down. You're supposed to be this stoic person yeah and so i think i think recognizing the emotions is actually a big thing mm -hmm. and it'll help you move forward like whatever it is is like you kind of give yourself permission to like yeah I, I feel angry now and then when you recognize it then you're not acting out of anger anymore it's just mm -hmm. like you you kind of remove yourself from it and you it's like you see yourself acting yeah and so yeah it's a, it's a different th concept that's where you can think before you do mm -hmm. so before you let's say I, I've had this situation where somebody comes and attacks me, who I am, and my regular response is to attack back, to like, well, this is who you are. You know, this is mm -hmm. what you're doing. This is, and it just goes out of chaos basically from there. That's not going to resolve anything, and that's maybe hurt a relationship at the end of the day when you do something like that. Even if you're not the one starting it, you have to really take a step back. And I have had an attack where I have said nothing. I've been in silence as well. And that was more powerful for me, empowering me in knowing that I did nothing wrong. I said nothing wrong. I can move. It doesn't hold me. It doesn't take my power away. It doesn't make me feel guilty. And I liked that feeling. And that's when I realized like I can do this mm -hmm. because every time I would react in emotions, if I had a reaction, not a response, 
I would feel guilty a couple of days later or even like a couple hours, like usually a day yeah, later. Because the, the like, same day I was still angry. But the next day yeah. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And then after a while I was like, if only I did this and this. And then that's when the like, if I only had said that and that and never did that, it would have been better. But yeah, the situation would be changed. But when I started to respond and even in response in silence, that's even something that is okay. You don't have to respond in words, but just silence or respond in saying, I'm going to leave and move or move yourself from a situation that you need to. That speaks more volume on your character and gives you more empowerment to realize that you have the ability to change your life. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing is the, the empowerment that this gives you mm-hmm. like where you're deciding what to do and you actually have control over the situation. Yeah. And that's a big thing that we kind of, uh, encourage is like you have control over the situation all the time. Like you even say like everything is my fault. Yeah. I know like you don't like the blame part of it, but I always, I say it's something that is I have to because it makes me check myself all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a Tom video thing. He says it too, where yeah. everything is my fault. But I mean, you don't have to, there's other ways to say things, but for me, I rather say everything is my fault and check myself in that way. It's my um, being intentional and, hard on myself in a good way not in a bad way Mm -hmm. but it's basically like saying not everything else is controlling me i have control over this and so emotions are one of those things that could control you where it's like you're not really in control of them all the time exactly so the responding part gives you a lot more control over the situation and the outcome of it where reacting it's kind of like you're only focusing on the now Mm -hmm. like you want that person to feel bad now you want yourself Mm -hmm. to feel better you want yourself to feel safe where responding is more like in five days I want the situation to be better. I want it to go my way yeah. and have a have an impact on it. Well, it goes back to having that bigger picture. Like, yeah. Obviously, there's a bigger picture than this. There's a bigger picture than this one moment, this one talk, this one thing. And I think so many times we want to fix relationships and fix problems. And I think if you're a boss, a manager, anything, before you go and start trying to talk to an employee or talk to maybe a family member and bring up a situation that's uncomfortable, really look at yourself first. Because I think that also brings up the reaction to somebody else. So I know I'm in a response stage and if I'm gonna bring up something that is maybe a confrontation now and knowing somebody's not at my level of, knowing like somebody's not at my level of like no in a reaction state like I used to be, think about it differently on how you, how would you have liked to be approached in that situation mm-hmm. instead of trying to approach it the normal way that we were taught. Like, you know, confrontation, I, I don't like that word because it's like you have to confront something that's negative and it brings a negative vibe already. Right. Where I think if you just need to just have a discussion about something like, hey, you know what? Yeah, you like were, objectively. Yeah, you were late on something. Can I ask what's going on? Or, hey, you're not doing, you're not, you're not usually like this. Usually you're doing this. Is there something going on? How can I be there for you? How can I help you? How can I do something? I like that because the other person doesn't like in that instance, they don't want to be late on things. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like you guys both have a common goal. And instead of trying to be so defensive or attacking somebody, it's like kind of get on their side. And how do we, as like whoever's in this conversation, get towards that goal together. And I like that a lot better. And I think it works a lot better. We could talk more about that stuff Mm -hmm. a little bit later, but it's just to help also recognize that even if you're in the response stage, other people are not, and they could be in the reaction stage. Right. And to know that. And 
also the biggest part that made me upset is it was always gossip that was coming from people. And I don't like gossip. I'm huge, huge against gossip. Like I think mm-hmm. if I, you're going to come to me and say, Hey, I heard people were saying this about you. And it's like, and why are you coming? What were you saying when they were saying that about me then? Like that speaks more volumes than what other people are saying about me. I don't like that situation. And this has happened numerous times to me. And we've come to this place where it's none of my business what people think about me. Yeah. Stage, I just don't even have the time anymore for that. So that was also a trigger. So instead of saying something like that, maybe internalize it. Maybe figure out if you need to really approach that. Just think before you start speaking, I think is a huge thing in the response. So maybe you're not reacting to a situation and you have to go to some, you think you have to go to somebody and talk to them. That can cause a reaction. That could be a reaction in itself as well. So you want to make sure before you go and do a confrontation, I say in air quotes, you know, or a discussion with somebody that is this an intentional, is this going to benefit for them? Or are you just trying to create chaos and make them feel bad too? Mm -hmm. Like people would say, this wasn't never my intent, but then what was the intent of the conversation to outcome? Because your, your approach wasn't to build somebody up. Your approach was to make somebody feel tear down. So I, yeah, that's, that's a really important thing about the bigger pictures. Like what, is the purpose of the words that are coming out of my mouth. Exactly. So I think when you're, it it could work both ways. Like I, I was just trying to help. I hear that a lot Mm -hmm. about it. I was just trying to help like, no, let's be very honest about that. You wanted to create something. You didn't have the intentions to help because then it would have been a different conversation. So we also have to take ownership with that when we're about to have a discussion, a confrontation, however, but um, with it is that are you trying to cause a reaction out of somebody else? Because then that is just as bad of you reacting when you get a discussion back to you too. So we have to take ownership of everything we say. And that's where I feel like that's why I say everything's my fault because there has to be ownership of my part of the play. I can't just blame it on Angel all the time. I have to take my ownership. And then the third thing that's helped me really, really um just narrow this down is the level 10 filter yeah this is a lot more of the the next level stuff where it's like Mm -hmm. you're it's not just making a little bit better it's like we already have a bigger picture and we we've even expanded that picture even bigger yeah where it's like we've decided that we want to help people and leave an impact in a positive way yeah or even now if like i still have confrontation like there's still confrontational things that i could deal with if i needed to Mm mm-hmm but I have removed myself completely. I've said no more. I've closed that chapter and I moved on basically. And that is because that's level 10 because no matter what, it will never be resolved in a certain way. There's never right. going to be progression in a positive way. It might always degress and become negative and negative. So in level 10, I realized that that has no hold on me. So it's not me and you. It's another relationship. And that relationship doesn't have a huge impact in my life where it would stop me from progressing positive or succeeding my goals or whatever I want. So I decided it became too toxic that I'm closing a chapter in my life and I wish nothing but the best prayers for that person, but I'm moving forward. And that's a level 10 filter that I've even had to do in that stuff. I think that's interesting because I had a conversation with our son about arguments and he's a teenager. So like arguments are yeah inevitable. (laughs) But it's like an online thing too, and I was like, "I was like, oh, here's a here's a few things," <laughs> and, and we're pretty honest with our kids about a lot of things. It's like, mm-hmm. I was like, "There's no point in 
in um, escalating an argument on the internet. Like nobody ever switches sides on the internet. Yeah. So I was like, it's just best to remove yourself. And he did. And that was pretty cool. I was like, mm-hmm. that's, that was good. I was like, and it's the same thing with drunk people. It's like, you don't ever have arguments with, <laughs> with drunk people or, and it kind of goes to emotional people too. It's like, you have to, there's a lot that has to change for that to happen. So nobody ever wins arguments that way. It always just escalates and gets worse. Mm-hmm. And so there's those things where it's just like, what is going to come out of this? And a lot of times there's, it's just a lot of energy. Yeah. And it's like, it's just anger and like politics gets this way too. Like nobody ever mm-hmm. switches sides and be like, oh yeah, you're, you know what? You're right. Yeah. And so it's like arguments when you kind of just fuel them, they never get better. Like a lot of times there's no outcome. So like what you're saying is just kind of like, I'm removing myself from this because no matter how much I try, it's not going to get better. Yeah. And I mean, you can try once and then if you see it's not going to move forward to you know where your end level is mm-hmm. pretty much. And I had a very high tolerance. I've actually, as I have dialed in, our dreams have had a lower tolerance of negative um, influence in my life. Any drama, any um, gossip, especially. I've always hated gossip. But now, especially, as soon as it's being said, I'm like, I cut it quick. You know, I speak positive about it, if anything, or positive about the person they're speaking. Because it's not about what you say to the phrase. It's about what you say behind people's backs. Mostly, it speaks more volumes to me. So it's like those things, I'm like, as soon as I start hearing this person, I might not confront them and be like, you gossip a lot. I might just be like, yo, we're not going to hang out anymore. I can't have that in my life. So it's not bringing up a confrontation, a discussion. Now, if they want to come to me and ask me, I can be honest and say, I have honest opinions. Are you willing to listen? And then we can have a discussion. But I'm not there to say, you need to change your gossiping because, again, that's going to bring, evoke an emotion to them. Right. So you have to really do the level 10 filter and you'll notice that you will dial it in to the point where you're like, your circle is not that way at all. Right. Yeah. Like we put boundaries and like, we don't, we don't participate in gossip. No. And we have now a group of friends that don't do the same thing and it's been positive influence and stuff. And the other thing is I try not to speak disempowering thoughts about myself or about others. Like, what do you mean? Um, like, I try not to say I'm lazy or I don't mm. try to say that about others. Like, oh, they, they're they so um, unsuccessful or like think un, like unpositive, unempowerment or look, here they go again. They're doing the same thing over and over. Mm. You know, they'll never learn. Um, I try not to speak or have those thoughts, disempowering thoughts. Now, sometimes it happens. Yeah. I'm human, um, especially about myself mostly. It's like. Uh, once again, I feel uh, I've given myself more grace and permission to be intentional with even like downtime now and not feel like I have to go, go, go constantly. Mm-hmm. But even then, I remember like you said something where I'm working on Monday. I said, oh, it's been nice to take these two days off. And you're like, I'm working on Monday. And it made me feel guilty right away. Not that that was your intention, mm-hmm. but it was like my disempowering thoughts. It was me right away. I was feeling that. uh what did like I should have done more so it's that it's those disempowering thoughts and if I happen to say them um I would catch cancel release them Hmm. which is like I'll catch what I said say like I should have as a as a prime example I should have worked more um I'll catch it I'll cancel I'll be like no I chose to take some time for myself and empower myself in a different way and I like that because like you said, it kind of still comes up, but I think the more you do it and the more that you're aware of it, it becomes a habit. Yeah. And it's like, you don't, you don't 
like some of those words or ideas stop coming in your head of like disempowering thing or you're like you don't even have to say it out loud as much anymore mm-hmm. and saying it out loud is a really powerful thing but like your mind just automatically will like catch it and reverse it yeah or- i've even started it when people say it about me now like they'll say something about oh when you and angel were teenagers it was horrible or something like that and at first that bothered me a little mm-hmm. bit and then i had to catch cancel what they said about me and release it and say wait that's not who we are anymore it doesn't matter who we used to be it's who we are in this moment that's good and so, so yeah, you, don't, you didn't take it back on of like mm-hmm. even if it's true like we had bad relationship in the beginning but yeah, it's, like, we're drama. it's like but that doesn't matter now like we we're 14 when we met each other guys it was a lot like our life starts now again yeah we're very intentional with it and stuff and the other thing i like kyle cease does this is thanking your disempowering thoughts for being there trying to protect you mm-hmm and letting them go that way and that has helped me tremendously recently with saying thank you for trying to protect me thank you for um i was having like really bad nightmares of situations and it was coming up and i was like thank you for trying to protect me thank you for trying to resolve and thank you for being there but i'm letting this go i'm i love it i don't i don't want this anymore i love who i am now and it's like the nightmares stopped it's like that's like Marie Kondo for your for your mind, for your thoughts. <laughs> Where she's like, she grabs a t-shirt, like, thank you, and then releases it. And then releases, it. Ooh, thank you, and releases it. So that was one of those, like, things that have really helped just take it to the next level mm-hmm. of just being thankful for those disempowering thoughts. Because at one point, they were, servicing, they were servicing me as a little girl. They were helping, protecting me, and letting me be um, safe in my own mind. But unfortunately, as an adult, it doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the biggest thing is always remember there's tomorrow. So if you mess up this day, there's going to be a tomorrow to try again. And it takes a lot of practice and and it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, it's, it's ongoing. It's very ongoing. And I know this is a lot. And I this is something I'm really passionate about. And I think it changes you and helps you and brings opportunities to you when you allow yourself to respond and stop being so afraid of emotions mm-hmm. and reacting in the emotions and stuff like that. So anyways, guys, don't forget, one, recognize your emotions. Yep. And then two is actually think before you do and be intentional about, be intentional about what you say and what you do. Act, exactly. And the last one is 11, level 10 filter. Just, you know what? What would your higher self be doing if you were, you know, all the successful things were happening to you? Would they care about what was actually happening in that moment? Or is that just small potatoes? Exactly. You know, if you're having disempowering thoughts, catch, cancel, release it. You know, don't don't feel like you have to hold on to that at all. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Reject the Regular. Until then, dream big and take action. Bye.